When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed, call Andy and Kelly. Free business paper needs or Dundermip. Then the people purses paper people Dundermip. Then the people purses paper people Dundermip. Then the people purses paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host, and I don't want to talk. I just want my laptop back, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin James. And one day we're going to move to Disney's Celebration Village in Florida and leave all of this behind. And with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. Probably get soup or something light. <laughs> Every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. This week we'll be discussing the episode Crime Aid. Uh, followed by uh, an ordinary things where we'll talk about our lives in comparison to this episode. And we'll finish up with some listener provided trivia sent to us by Bob. Uh, also to start the show, just want to say that our event at lady justice brewing in Aurora, oh. Colorado is sold out. What so, event, Sean, tell me more <laughs> this, about this event. We are going to be, uh, hosting a trivia night at lady justice brewing. Oh. Um, it's a it's it's a small event, so we only had forty spots available. We are sold out, um, but we are going to be live streaming um, the event on uh, Patreon. So uh, for our Patreon members, uh, you can watch it there and hang out with us. That's Saturday, Saturday February twenty sixth. Sounds pretty cool. It's going to be very cool, and then during the day, we'll be brewing a beer with Lady Justice Brewing, an office themed beer. Oh, will be available for purchase Whoa. Uh, later, you know? Whoa. So, uh, so you can join in on the fun by uh, checking out that beer when it's ready. So that's going to be super fun. And we'll record a podcast with them. It's I, I'm seriously so excited. I, it, this is going to be a blast. Uh, to I quote f- something that Sean says pretty often, dude, it's going to be great. <laughs> dude, 
It's gonna be great. <laughs> uh, so, so, anyways, there you have it. Uh, thank, thank you so much to everyone who signed up. Oh my gosh, yeah. it, they, that was like five days by the by the time we we're recording this episode. Guys, we're we're we gotta <laughs> do a tour. So this is our first tour. This is I the first so. leg of a one leg tour mm-hmm. to Denver and back. <laughs> Uh, but hey, you know, proof of concept. We we could sell out forty seat venues all over this country. They, yeah, hey, that's I'm I'm honestly I'm shocked. So I'm so thank you to everyone who signed up. Can't wait to hang out with you guys. It's gonna be so much fun. West Coast road trip tour this summer. You guys in? Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, say less. Your circuit. Employee transfer. <laughs> Either one. Let's do it. Let our own lecture circuit. Oh man. Uh, but I think that's uh, everything for uh, other news. So let's jump into today's topic, which is Crime Aid, uh, Season 5, mm. Episode 5. Mm-hmm. It was episode written four? by... No, is I think two? 5. I think 5. Oh, no, no. It's Episode 5. Air oh, date. Well, it's oh, okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What? 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 <laughs> Weight loss it's, is two parts, I guess. Oh, yeah, okay, on Peacock, okay. it's episode but, five. In other lists, it's episode gotcha, four. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Uh, it was written by Charlie Grandy and directed by Jennifer Salata. It aired on October 23rd in 2008. Um, I'm going to kick it to Alex. Why are we doing Crime Aid this week? Well, I I did a little smash and grab at an office building, and I'm doing <laughs> six to eight months here um, at the Oregon. No, I... Uh, no, you're uh, a vintage HP computer collector. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, the opposite of that, which was, uh, let's see, how long ago was this? This would have been a little under two weeks ago. My my home was invaded. It was broken into. Uh, a ton of my stuff was stolen. Um, this was when my wife and I we were out of town. We were visiting her grandparents on the east coast, and someone broke into our house like the day mm. the day we left. Uh, and seemed to know we were going to be gone. God. And like, they they even left their tool they used to break in, or they Seriously? brought it with wow. them, which was like one of those uh, tamping rods you see for like landscaping, hmm. like a really hmm. heavy steel rod that you used to get, you know tamp down ground or gravel. Uh, anyway, they busted through our back door with that and our garage. They loaded a ton of our stuff up uh, into my car and then stole my car. Uh. uh uh, they got our bikes out of the garage. They got, they went through our whole bedroom, our whole basement, and they, all of our tools, our power tools, hand tools. Um, took my my wife's like her perfume or makeup, a ton of our God, other stuff. Dude. They went through like. Anyway, we're still kind of a ton of her jewelry. We're getting inventory of everything, but and the biggest one too, which I only realized on f- last Friday, was they stole my wedding suit and my shoes. Really? Yes. Like. My the most expensive thing I own outside of my car was is was my wedding suit. It was like a custom bespoke suit made for me. It was very expensive. The kind of thing you would never ever buy or have done except for maybe your wedding, which is what yeah. I did. Uh and I it's like, dang, that one is the worst because it's just like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get another suit custom made that I didn't get married in. Like I'm not gonna hand down a suit to my kid that it's not the one I actually got married in. Yeah. Now it's just <laughs> like ah, like I just want that back. Anyway, yeah. all that is to say, uh, as we we've we try and do our single episodes, we generally, if something is related in our lives going on, we do it on that. And hey, 
you know, it helped to just watch The Office because I was really fucking out of it for a few days there. It was really bummer. Uh, yeah. And uh, The Office was there for me, including this episode, which I watched to just feel something again. Mm. Um, bought myself a couple Bruce tickets. Bought myself a weekend at Martha's Vineyard and a hug from Phyllis. I'm good to go. <laughs> I mean, did they take your surge protector? Uh, Are you prone to surges? Okay, good. Well, so you're not. You're not prone. To I'm surges. fine. They they did not go upstairs for yeah, some reason. Where That's... they could have had my entire work computer here, Xbox, the keyboard, the guitar behind me, a TV, a laptop, and a PlayStation Four. Plus, the laptop that was just sitting on the table here is the is their entire like show drop board and all the audio that is just on that computer. I mean, I have the drops backed up, but. The whole software, I would have had to re... I mean, I need to redo the drop board anyway, so maybe they should have taken it, but that would have been a real bummer. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't... Go ahead, Edwin. You're smiling. No. <laughs> okay, go ahead. sorry. I don't... I, okay. I really... Like, I want to make jokes to keep make it light, but I, no, no, but I also... Good. Okay, all right, all right. This helps. This helps. A few things that I thought of while, while you, were, you were talking. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. No. Number one, what if they are listening... And oh. you've just announced that you will be in Denver, and yes. all of the there all of go. the bounty that is upstairs. Well, Anne Anne is not coming. Oh, Anne is Denver. okay. She's, okay. She's, okay. She'll be working, so she's here. Okay. Number two is uh, I feel um, this is terrible. You should cut this out if you don't like. It. No, I don't want it. I'm not. Okay. Gonna it's like whoever gets that suit, the first thing they're going to do is take it to the tailor. <laughs> <laughs> just get it like unperfected. Just like yeah. Ah, dude. It's such uh, a bummer. Yeah. No, I, I'm and sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, it helps to laugh. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> good to laugh. Speaking of, uh, let, let's get into it. Let's get into crime let's aid. Go for it. Uh, yeah. um, so, uh, uh, a fabulous cold open, as always. Uh, we've got Pam has gotten a second job up in New York, and Michael is uh, knows exactly where he can reach her at all hours of the day and is um, calling her and... Uh, and uh, <laughs> I you, love kiddo, it. I... you so much. <laughs> <laughs> he's very, I mean, it's like he's being very sweet in a way, but also <laughs> just... it's sweet when we only see like four seconds of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I could imagine getting that. And like, of course, she doesn't have caller ID on that landline. It's just sort of like Tedra Mifflin. <laughs> Well, doesn't yep, she get the call answer. directed to her from, mm, um, you know, yeah, he gets yeah, the, right. yeah, exactly. Um, and Mike, <laughs> Michael is nothing if not persistent when it comes to phone calls. So he's very good at, uh, at making it happen. Even when Ryan is sitting on the other side of the glass and he watches mm. him not take the call, he just taps on the glass, pick it up. <laughs> and let's... In the context, Michael's in an incredible mood, an incredible place right now. So he's very happy, which means he's just like probably calling her all the time just to chat and tell her all the good things that's happening in his life. We know that Michael prank calls Ryan as Ryan's girlfriend and he's mad mm-hmm. <laughs> or she's mad. What does I'm Michael mad. does Ryan does Michael prank call Pam as Jim and he's mad? <laughs> I'm certain that he's tried it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. You can just listen to some records. Hey, Pam. I'm hey, really Pam. pissed. <laughs> um, you scratched all my records. 
So, but anyways, this is just kind of an introduction to, again, Pam is in New York. Uh, she's at art school, um, which kind of leads into one of the story arcs for this episode, which is that Jim and Pam are, there's a, maybe a bit of a disconnect. P Jim's feeling a little jealous, maybe, of Pam's new friends, her her fun that she's having. He's, he's feeling like a bit of a satellite on the outer edges of her yes. orbit. Um and that cannot be the case ever for someone no. like Jim. Hell no. Mm. I think this episode overall is a, is about relationships. There are, there are four or five relationships sort of profiled within this episode. We have Michael and Holly kind of getting together for the first time. Jim and Pam far apart. Uh, Angela and, and Andy kind of um, setting their date and getting more serious. And then Dwight trying to break in there with the help of Phyllis, who's also in a very you know happy relationship. Um, so we get a number of different ways to look at like different relationships, and I think uh, it's telling that Jim and Pam are so far apart. This is, mm -hmm. uh, of course, while Pam is in art school, mm -hmm. and Jim gets advice from Roy, which is I was going to say you forgot one relationship, which yeah. is Jim, Jim and Roy uh, mm -hmm. clear in the year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it is interesting to see how that how that plays out. Um, and the way the show kind of needs to keep Pam fresh in our minds as viewers, even though she is off screen. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We don't really get to actually see Pam much this episode. I, I didn't realize that. But uh, but yeah, I, I think <laughs> um, it's it's kind of nice to see uh, them experience some, some trouble, I guess. This is kind of one of the first times that maybe they're having some trouble since they started dating in season four. Um and uh but jim overcomes it thankfully um yeah i uh <laughs> man roy is such a dick in this episode <laughs> in particular like just the like the really awkward handshake that they do say, i was hoping you brought that up <laughs> the biggest thing that makes him a dick is how he offers a handshake mm -hmm. to yeah. jim which is what would you what do you do with this if someone just goes like this to you you're like i guess okay. i guess we're doing a the class <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, yeah. Also, he says, "I'm not going to hit you." <laughs> yeah, and then just yeah. kind of walks away yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah. So, like, it's super uncomfortable. Um, and then, and then, of course, what he's what he says about like uh, you know, Jim explains that he got this drunk dial from from Pam, and uh, you know, he was she's doing great. She was hanging out with her friends last night. It kind of seems like Jim genuinely doesn't really think anything of that that drunk dial call right when he first gets it he's kind of just like oh my gosh now i gotta listen to this but roy plants that seed for him that's like i thought you were her friend i mean which is just <laughs> yeah i think roy knew he'd he, maybe that would get to him this is kind of an interesting flip on some of what we see uh later in like season nine um or maybe even a, a tiny bit at the end of uh, the job where Pam is in New York and Pam seems to be poised to do bigger and better things. And Jim is the one who's back in Scranton. And maybe he feels a little bit of that insecurity that Pam might be ready to to make a jump like that. What what we hear on the phone call is you could take the girl out of Philly and she says Scranton. Yeah. So like they're kind of giving her a hard time of being from this uh, this smaller city, at least a city that's not not as big as New York, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and it it's just funny to kind of compare that to uh, the way that Pam and Jim experienced that in season nine, um, or maybe even at the end of season three. Like I said, when Jim is about to, you know, maybe get the job. 
Uh, that line, uh, the, to, to go back to that, if, like, I, th I thought you were a friend. I don't like the way Roy says that. I, it, it sort of missed the meaning for me the first few times. Because Roy's saying, like, oh, well, if me, I thought you were also just a friend. You know, it turns out you weren't. Oh. Um, mm. That's why he's, that's what he's saying that, right? I thought you were a friend. Like, <sighs> I just think that he thinks it's weird that she's, like, having fun with people without Jim because... No, like, I think that was... I think it's I think it's what you said, which is it's a, it's a parting shot to Jim where he's like, "Hey, careful, man! I thought you were just a friend too, and you totally weren't." That I'm, you know what? I've never thought about it that way, but I think you're right. I, I, I that's mean, what I mean. He, he doesn't you thought about it, Edwin. He doesn't say way? it that way, but I, I'm almost sure that's what he that's, means. It's funny. I uh, I feel like this. Maybe this is a moment where I've just missed it every time. But like, I, I agree with Sean. I kind of thought that the what Roy was conveying was a. Uh, I thought you were her friend, the one that she was supposed to like be hanging out with. Right? Why versus, is she hanging out with other people? She should comparing be it to with you. versus comparing it to. Yeah, I thought you were just a friend back in the day. Because he says, "I thought you were a friend." Not, yeah. yeah. So I, I always thought I, the first few times I thought it was what you guys were saying, but, but ever since I kind of was like, oh no, he's he's definitely saying. saying yeah, that. I think you're right. Like that's why Jim goes there because he's like, wait, is she? I gotta go like see who sh who she's hanging out with. Who's this guy that might be there? And then right. that's where he's like, "Oh, you know what? We're not that like. You know what? I trust her. I don't think that's what's going on. That's why he turns yeah. around." Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. That I, I, I mean, yeah, I uh, I think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot to that. I think, uh, and I, it's funny that I've never I've never heard it that way. I think maybe I one thing that's a little different is that like we see Alex a little bit, Alex in. Um, right. I can't think of the actor's name. Not you, I Alex. Like, I was like, has my camera been turned like no, no, off no, no, axis no. this old time? Um, <laughs> see a her, little bit her, of like, her, her, yeah. her friend in New York. Um, but on the yeah. on the call, it's it's a group of friends. It's not like we've been dealing with just one, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sarah Kaya comes in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Um, but no, that's funny. I had uh, I hadn't thought about it that way. So yeah, I am curious to hear what people have to uh, have to say. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe maybe Sean, you and I have been reading it wrong all along. You know, we were younger when we first saw this, and we formed our. <laughs> I haven't seen it since then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just never registered with me. But I think you're absolutely right. I just thought nothing else really sets up why he's actually driving and going. It never made sense to me until I thought. That's Roy planted this thing in his head, and he's like, "I gotta go, mm -hmm. I gotta go secure her and make sure she's not like flirting with a dude. And if she right. is, I don't know what he's gonna do. Mm -hmm. Kill him. Well, he's um, gonna go. He's gonna go into attack, and then he's gonna get pepper sprayed. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna make that engagement go three to four mm -hmm. years. Never set a date, and then mm -hmm. eventually lose out to that guy in New York. Mm -hmm. Yeah." Shoot steps up. He's got a sock full of quarters. Yeah. Sock full of nickels, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a can of hairspray and a lighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I, another relationship, I, I guess I'm, I'm saving the big one for the end, if that's all right. And maybe we go into a little Dwight getting relationship advice from Phyllis. We got yeah, uh, a Dwight Andy. Phyllis, dude. Uh, Angela is dating Andy at this time. Um he even impresses her with his art, like <laughs> suggests that one day they'll live in uh, Disney. Uh, what, what's it called? Village. Yeah, Celebration that's right. Village. 
And uh, Angela <laughs> loves that idea. I forget that that's actually real. Is that still a real thing? Do people live there? Celebration Village? I don't know what anyway, that is. It's a like a community, a Disney. It's a like, community. Yeah. You can live there. I don't know much about it without reading you something from Wikipedia right now. <laughs> um, but yeah. You know, one thing I wanted to, uh, I, I guess, are we talking about Dwight and Phyllis right now or Angela yeah. and Andy? We're talking about Dwight. Uh, I mean, you know, I all think that it. that's all, all the same storyline here. Sure. Well, I think one thing that this moment stood out to me in uh, in that Angela said, I would I would really like that. Um, or I would very yeah. much like that. Yes. Um, that we don't see a ton of nice moments between Angela and no. Andy while they're together. We see his big overtures, his yes. gest- his grand romantic gestures. Uh, I stole it, and uh, <laughs> we see we see her kind of accept, but like we don't see them together having a good time very often. I think probably to reinforce the idea that Angela's kind of supposed to be with Dwight. Yeah, um, right. almost never, I would say. But I did like that we got to see a little bit of that in Tiny this moment bit. here. Yeah. We see that we see the we see the 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 tall man, Mad Lib moment. Oh yeah, uh-huh. oh nice yeah. With them. <laughs> um, we see her yeah, walk this... up and kiss him as soon as he's taking a big bite of tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, she feels safe with him. He's a very good screamer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and an Come excellent city yourself. <laughs> oh, oh, and an excellent folder. He used to work at J Crew. <laughs> uh but yeah they they seem to be moving forward towards their wedding they set a date which is a, a big step and right. that's kind of what sets off dwight um to be kind of insecure and try to get advice from phyllis it's uh, never been real to dwight and i think when he's handed that envelope it's, it becomes very real for him and he spends the rest of the episode and we see him wrestling with this in real time then when he's like all right phyllis what do i do give him an ultimatum he does that didn't work all right phyllis now what she's like i think you lost she's like and at no point, I think, did Dwight ever, ever believe he was actually going to lose out to this this singing buffoon. Right. <laughs> yeah, the, the the phrase, okay, I moved on, now what? <laughs> yeah, that's the most <laughs> yeah. Dwight thing. It's like, yeah. what's the next solution? Mm-hmm. I do, I do like the idea of people going to Phyllis for advice and different things like that, and, and may, maybe not just yeah. advice, but people turning to Phyllis is, is often a, a source for comedy. I'm thinking of when... Uh, Pam asks uh, Phyllis to about her uh, the comic book she made for Jim, and she says, "Oh, honey, if it's about money, I don't think we can help you." <laughs> like, <laughs> like Phyllis is very funny and can be unpredictable in a lot of ways, um, but she does do a lot to help Dwight. Um, well, of course, she helps Andy out in 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 the uh, Glee party. Mm-hmm. You know, he, she, she, he, she tries to help Aaron out mm-hmm. um, when she thinks she Aaron might be her. Uh, daughter, um, That's right. but yeah, she, she does. Helps. She does offer advice to Dwight. She helps uh, Karen with the makeover. <laughs> yes. yeah. Dwight, who well, is? Uh... What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, Dwight, um, <laughs> who is equal parts not accepting advice, but also actively requesting advice. Yeah, uh, in very uh, intrusive and aggressive sorts of ways. Mm-hmm. You're making a knife. <laughs> With a knife, with you a, got knife. a better way, yeah. you got a better way, yeah, yeah. And if I did, you'd be the last to know. I don't um, know that, yeah, yeah. So it, it is, it is funny to watch Dwight turn to people for advice. Um, it's I also mean, funny to watch him just treat Phyllis horribly as he's yeah, asking. Yeah. <laughs> you slap like a girl. <laughs> Let's the air out of her tire. She's <laughs> like, why did you? Yeah. Just... He didn't have to actually do it. He's just—he doesn't even acknowledge that. He's just Dwight. This isn't our floor. 
<laughs> this is only a few episodes removed from weight loss where he takes Phyllis out on that fake sales call. <laughs> yes, yeah. he's he being terrible to Phyllis yeah, this season. <laughs> really quick, uh, Edwin, you want to either move your mic closer or turn it up? You just, just a little faint. Sorry, I'm down one dot. I'm down one dot. There we go. Oh, there we go. Nice. There we go. My bad. It's all good. I'm leaving that in, guys. That's how the sausage is made, right there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, but uh, all this, all this does <laughs> set up. <laughs> Uh, the payoff at the end of it, though, you know, of like Dwight coming back to pay for a hug, it's a very nice uh, move by the writers to sort of like resolve the whole episode, the whole plot arc with this Dwight Phyllis relationship in a way of him coming back and bidding all the way up to a thousand bucks and backing <laughs> off. Mm-hmm. Um, how many dollars? Thank you. In increments of one penny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but that that scene feels really earned and it feels very natural even though Dwight would never bid on something like that it, his realization of and all Phyllis did was stick her nose into my business and try to help me and kind yeah. of realize oh my god I've been such a jerk um, mm-hmm. I've been taking out my my anger over the situation on Phyllis who's really just helping and, and so it does work in the end of, of him at least driving up the price for that hug uh, to be the most expensive thing by far at that auction you know, uh, I, I agree that is a very earned moment. It's a good moment between Dwight and Phyllis, who don't have like one of the most prominent sort of uh, no. friendships or relationships on Willis. the show. Um, but thinking about how, I mean, one of the sort of the backbone of, of this show is it is The Office. So it's people you see every single day. Um, do I have to say good morning? Can I just say good month? Um, <laughs> and basically like... All right, in weight loss, Dwight does this terrible thing and, with Phyllis, and he is is uh, he struggles so much with asking for advice, not being receptive to advice, um, lashing out when he receives advice he doesn't like to hear, and then coming back to bid on the hug and the charity auction. And then later in the season, he helps her when she throws her back out. Oh, yeah. Uh, in Cafe Disco. Oh, And yeah. he says... Uh, yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> If my assessment is correct, you grind your teeth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no kidding. She sits right behind. She sits three feet from me. So, <laughs> like these people know each other so well and are so yeah. close together um, that they can have these different, varied experiences back and she forth in an different sorts of ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's geological. The plants are gonna love this. <laughs> it smells like popcorn. All right. Uh, next relationship. Keep yeah, going. let's get into let's get into the meat of this episode. Uh, uh, the, the crime aid uh, storyline all really starts off with uh, Michael and Holly are going to go on their third date. Wink, Ooh. wink, nudge, nudge. Everybody Ooh. knows what happens on the third date. Oh, oh. Hugging monster! <laughs> no, I'm not hugging monster. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. <laughs> Aw. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, kiss her. <laughs> kiss her good. <laughs> um, but anyways, I I mean, Michael and Ollie have this... I mean, Michael, you know, childish as he always is, is like, you know, makes a joke about having sex tonight, and then he's like, do you think... Do you, do you think we will? <laughs> Yeah, then, he's almost surprised by his own foreignness. He's like, whoa! Well, I did it. And then, <laughs> Elephant in the room. But then Holly coming back with the, uh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And, which just totally, also just totally makes Michael so nervous after that. I had, Probably so I had soup. To, I had to use that as light. an opening trap. That moment, that talking head is just so funny. Yeah. Just that look on his face. The angle he's at is just so funny. Probably, probably soup. And then he's got an eight o'clock dinner reservation, so they have to wait forever and play crazy hates. Um, I think that the scene that they have, whether they a they recap the putt putt golf uh, date the night before, which by the way is hilarious that Michael says he's going to get a set of putt putt clubs. That's such a good joke. <laughs> it's just such a such a small. Great joke. I've never got that before. I'm thinking about getting my own set of putt-putt golf (laughs) clubs. And different colored golf balls. How many did he go through? Yeah. Uh, Anyway, that that exchange exchange they then have uh, about like, oh, I can't tonight. I'm going on a date. And they do that a few times. Like, that's the best. One of the best encapsulations of their relationship. Like, why they're so good and how they're perfect. Because Not because they do that. Like, they do it for a while back and forth and it's really like, oh my God, they're still doing it. But then when Michael does it and Holly just calls him and it's just like, nope, no more. That's enough. And and then Michael's like, yeah, one too many times. You're right. Like that Michael's able to just take that, that yeah. Holly says too many and to not like get weird about it. That's just, yep. that's it. They're so good for each other. That That is a great example of their chemistry. Uh, not just the characters, but yep. but Steve Carell and uh, Amy Ryan, I think it is. Um, it, is. Do Ryan. it is. It is. What? No, no, I'm just, I, I'm just laughing at the exchange we, we just had. Um, speaking oh, of how... <laughs> Speaking of how uh, Angela and Andy had a nice moment, it is good to see Michael and Holly have nice moments in their relationship as well. And the way that Michael kind of barrels into this episode, looking forward to the third date and being met by someone who is eager to see him as he is to see her, that somebody is reciprocating the the excitement that he has about another person is is so rare and different in the show. Um, To see them come together like that is really, really nice Um, versus... His uh, all the other times that Michael has tried to approach women yeah. throughout Versus the show, proposing to Carol, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, or, or talking to that girl in the club um, about the tattoo and Back to the Future. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm the kind of guy who likes to think long term about things, um, or even like his all of his interactions with Jan. It's it's uh, it's nice to see Michael and Holly kind of happy. It's it's short lived for sure, uh, as it is you know eventually kind of cut off by David Wallace and his surprise appearance at uh, at the auction. But it is nice to see Michael and Holly together for a hot second before they uh, forget to lock the doors and basically cause or incite this robbery. Yeah. Yes. Um, and also one of my favorite. Uh, documentary nod moments of them going back into the building and then Michael saying that if they turn the little dial all the way down down. then they can't hear us and he accidentally turns the volume all the way up now they can't hear us at all (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah that hearing that volume turn is really good all the way down yeah super high it's it's a way to show the viewers like how the documentary is supposed to work in the show um while also serving the plot and and telling a joke uh which i thought is it's a good mix a good reason to do something like that Um, and they 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 low-key they kind of tee that moment up 
to work earlier um with with Dwight when Phyllis is talking to Dwight in the break room saying do you want to talk about it I know you you know I know oh yeah mm-hmm. you know they know mm-hmm. and they both look like they just sort I know of, none they, of that they just remind <laughs> you again that the documentary is there and then later that that works with the dial and plus I gotta say as a as a as an odd as an audio editor and audio person I just you don't get audio gags yeah. that often they're yeah. very rare right uh, that they're alone and this so I appreciate that a lot Mm-hmm. And it, it it comes back uh, it comes back in season nine when they try to they're surprised by how much footage the documentary has about them. They all yeah. meet down in the warehouse. They take off their mic packs. They tr- you know, um, <laughs> so there is there is an element of that. Or Michael taking off his mic at the end of Goodbye, Michael. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it is an introduction uh, to that, which is nice in terms of just wondering how this is all supposed to work. Totally. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah. Anyways, this leads to the uh, the actual robbery. Um. We get uh, Angela uh, yelling at someone on the phone about canceling checks. Um, Oscar is upset that his laptop is gone. Is it his personal laptop? Like what? I think I, so. I, I don't no want to be up. So one of the things about this whole thing is like, isn't this all insured? Isn't this company stuff? Like, why are they so mad? I don't. You know what I mean? Well, I, let me tell you, Sean. Even though everything's yeah. insured. <laughs> You still get goddamn pissed off. Because <laughs> you know what? I'm not getting that suit back. And even if I could get a new laptop, all the stuff on that laptop, I can't get back. That's, okay? I get you, man. I get yeah, you. Yeah. Right. I mean, if it were to hap- if something happens to your car, like you still have to fix your car, you know? Yeah. 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 It's, it's like. But it's not your car, but it's the company. Yes. That's stiff. That stuff. is stiff. Like if you showed up and the company computer is gone, you're like, well, can't do any work. This morning, I guess. <laughs> March right back out. Should I, we go get an early lunch? or Yeah. <laughs> or perhaps, can I interest you in espresso or perhaps a dance? Um, I do think in this instance that it was probably Oscar's personal laptop because none yeah. of the other characters are ever really shown to have laptops until yeah. much later in the show, I think. Sure. So, um, and he has Lance Armstrong's laptop. <laughs> Whoa. Sorry. That's right. Joke. His ass was on those keys. <laughs> I mean, it is, it is, it is, it's a shocking thing. We had to walk in and see all yes. that. Um, and you see Michael and Holly deal with that. Uh, but, you know, yeah, you know, and it is like, what are they from that office? What are you, what are you stealing? You have vintage HP laptops. I mean, a desktop is a tough thing to steal, to steal. So they would find uh, the laptop. But I'll, I'll say this it's like, yeah, it's all insured. But that just means like on your to-do list for the next month is just constant phone calls with assurance companies. And like, that's what this whole, this whole thing of our house getting broken into. It's just, it's just a lot of time on hold on the phone. Yeah. uh, Trying to just get a little bit of your money back, which the insurance companies don't want to give you. All your shit's already been taken. Uh, and the police are not, do not help whatsoever. (laughs) They, they don't care. (laughs) So it's like, you just yeah. have to deal with your own anger and yeah, so, call insurance companies over and over. Which, yeah. So I, so they are, are very upset. There's also, I mean, later too in in, in the crime aid event, there's the thermometer that yeah. they've got for raising funds, and there is a mark for three thousand four hundred dollars, which might be the total amount of all these things. I mean, that seems like that would mostly be Oscar's laptop plus some other things i guess so maybe this is just the personal items that they're um uh buying 
trying to buy. Um, and then, of course, the thermometer goes all the way to a million dollars. So, uh, yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> which is such a Michael number to put mm-hmm. at the top of that thermometer. I mean, that's a very Michael thing. He likes the big, he likes the big check. He likes the show yeah. uh, of it all. Loves a novelty. Check. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When he's doing the big events like this. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is a very Michael solution. It's kind of a distraction mostly, you know? Um, and of course he says that he's got Bruce Springsteen tickets, uh, which later uh, it is revealed that he does not, and he does not even know who Bruce Springsteen is. Yeah, they were um, Tracy Chapman tickets, turns out. Yeah. <laughs> and my favorite short people by Randy Newman. <laughs> Randy Newman. Yeah. They play the Huey Lewis song when he gets up on uh, on, on stage. Yeah. 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 Yep. That's that's actually a huge earworm for me. Is There's one scene, the scene after Daryl's talking head there, and Michael comes back up, and he kind of comes up with like a little clap and it's just the end of the song going Hollywood yeah, yeah. yeah. that just yeah. sticks in my head yeah. so deep I think about that for some reason all the time <laughs> I don't know why um, uh, but yeah then we proceed to have th- this auction event where we kind of it's another great sort of ensemble uh, moment uh, it starts off with uh, Daryl's um uh, offer to go get a drink with the warehouse guys right now. Uh, Jim <laughs> wins that. Five dollars. Uh, <laughs> you know, this is great because I would actually like to bid on this, <laughs> Michael. You don't want. But yeah, I mean, we also get so many great moments. I mean, we get... Uh, also, oh, I noticed something with this rewatch, which is, you know, Creed says that puts himself up for auction it says it only says creed and he says that's all included all inclusive yeah um but i never thought about how earlier when they're in the conference room and michael is explaining this idea he says we can auction people off like in the olden days and that's kind of a joke they like the camera goes to stanley and he makes Mm -hmm. a face but i never thought about great stanley face (laughs) yeah an (laughs) all-timer but i never thought about how creed is just following michael's suggestion yeah. <laughs> He's like, now that I can do. <laughs> yeah. You got it, boss. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, the auction starts with uh, everyone knowing that there's a big ticket item that is eventually right. coming up. And then uh, the items that are actually being auctioned off in the lead up are considerably smaller. The yoga lesson from Holly Flax that Michael mm-hmm. buys and bids on mm-hmm. himself. It squeaks when you bang it. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> and all the other things we see Hank. We see Kevin, uh, the tax man, and yeah. then Michael saying, "I will do your taxes." Kevin, the tax man, and he says, I, "Michael says I would really impre- would really Federal appreciate it if people stop would stop storming off the stage." Yeah, I love that. So there's got to be something else that we haven't seen. Yeah, absolutely. I I didn't get a chance to go and rewatch the uh, deleted scenes from this one, and of course there is no super fan yet. Um, but I would imagine that there's some great deleted scenes from this, from this whole sequence. Sidebar: <laughs> What season five episode are you most excited for to see the super fan cut? Oh boy, Cafe uh, Disco, right, Sean? 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 <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, uh, where's the? Uh, I, I might say Company Picnic, just because we might get more scenes with Dwight's friends. 
or with Rolf, oh, I guess. We might get more scenes with them interacting in this different environment. Mm-hmm. Holly and Michael practicing their sketch. Yep. Uh, Charles and David interacting with Jim and yeah. Dwight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I I'm wonder- hoping new boss. I'm hoping new boss just for like what oh. extra new scenes of Charles with showing Charles up Minor. are in there. Yeah. Yes. Like I'm sure he has one-on-ones with like every character at some point. I uh, see those. I'm sure like episodes like frame Toby, if there's just more interactions with Michael and Toby <laughs> business trip, just like mm-hmm. some scenes of them out and about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. All right. Sorry. Just a little no, no. Perfectly fine. Um, <laughs> Turn um, off the Chumbawamba and swam, <laughs> twerp. Oh, yes. Strawberries are ready. <laughs> I made that drop and never played it like two episodes ago. And I, I just, I forced it because I just, it's, I just love it. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's a good, it's such a good one. Chumbawamba and scram, twerp. Yeah. Uh, uh, I I also I guess I forgot to mention too what what crime aid uh, oh, yeah. stands for. Tell us, please. Uh, if I had it, crime reduces innocence, makes everyone angry. I declare. Thank you. Yeah, I got you, um, buddy. Thanks, buddy. That's um, true, man. That's true. Man, I I got to tell you too. I always confuse this whole sequence with the, the roast. The roast, yeah. Absolutely. It's the mm-hmm. kind of exact same setup and I don't even know if it's it's probably not even it's probably even pretty close it is to yeah. this one. But mm-hmm. anyways. Uh well uh we also get of course David Wallace stopping by. He actually has a good item, uh some time at his at his uh house on Monster's Vineyard. Uh uh, which you know, I mean, it's a little crazy, like David Wallace just showing up. But I guess you know they got they got robbed. He's trying mm-hmm. to be supportive. Uh, and then um, this, of course, all ends with Phyllis's hug, uh, which is where we get our favorite Bob Vance line. <laughs> this show's favorite Bob Vance line: one thousand. Humming up, thousand. Humming up. Thank you. <laughs> Um, Thank you. You know what else? Uh, I would like to know how much the weekend in Martha's Vineyard actually went for. Because Oscar starts the bidding pretty low at 100 bucks. We no only kidding. get to $160. Yeah. Things, which mm-hmm. is like... Nowadays, you know. it's like an Airbnb cleaning fee. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> yeah, no just kidding. toss in 160 and you won't even notice. <laughs> I'm sure there's... Uh, we, we, we've definitely seen some inflation since then. Mm-hmm. Big time, dude. Um, Big time. I mean, he, that's... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I think I'm going to give you another thought when you were going to ask for any additional I thoughts. was. Um, so so here you go. Uh, the episode shows a lot of happy moments. Yes. Angela and Andy, Michael and Holly, they seem like they're kind of, re- they're really, really coming together uh, as a couple. And David comes in and kind of shares in this sort of nice moment with, uh, with the weekend, like another nice thing to auction off. Um he also bids on Phyllis's hug, and then at the very end, he says, yes. "No, I did not know Michael and Holly were dating." So it uh, right. the happy uh, the happy uh, it's not a happy ending, but it ends so quickly, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and with the hug, like it's like it, you, we have all these seen these good relationships, but even during that, like we get we get a very sobering 
moment with Andy and Angela. Two <laughs> fifty. <laughs> what are you doing? I can really I need use... a hug. Unless you're going to give me one. <laughs> not just, here. Not here. Yeah, it's just a good good mm-hmm. fall to earth there for those two. Though. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I also forgot to mention too. Of course, the Springsteen tickets aren't real, and and oh sure, yeah, it's too good to be true. But mm-hmm. then again, a lot about Michael's too good to be true. Um, you know, he has this animal magnetism. <laughs> he can put both his legs cut behind his cheese, head. Cut to yeah. the cheese dust. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, everybody should know by this point that Michael's a liar. I mean, we've already experienced his like surprise with the ice cream sandwiches and all that stuff. Um. I mean, Daryl must have figured it out. Because... Ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the That's surprise, a good is it? That's a good callback. <laughs> yeah. But, like, um, uh, Daryl must have figured it out, right? Because he's like, Because <laughs> he's like, Michael doesn't even know who Bruce Springsteen is. There's no way he has. he's giving away tickets. <laughs> no. How do you guys feel about Bruce? You gotta love Bruce. Yeah. What? Excuse me. You gotta love Bruce. He's great. What'd you say, Sean? I, uh, I, 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 the sound you made. I'm just not familiar with that. He just the noise you made when you stood up. Noise you made when you heard his name. (laughs) That's fine. That's you know what? I'm on fire is a good song. (laughs) I like that song. There are there are uh, there are good songs. (laughs) Yeah, I'll agree with you there. There are many good songs from Bruce. Uh, When uh, when I was. uh, in my younger years, I used to sell concert merch and uh, for mm. tours that would come That's through. Right. And uh, during the show itself, not a lot of people were buying merch. So you could often go and stand and watch parts of the show and long parts of the show if not a lot of your coworkers are really interested in that act. I got to watch a lot of a Bruce Springsteen show just kind of from the, the little hmm. entry one time. It's, yeah. a, it's a really great show. And nice. uh, the people make signs with the songs and they pass them up, play requests. Um, cool. One, one, uh, I remember like a lady got up on like the, there's like the sort of walkway concourse thing by the mixing table and like the security was trying to get, like get her to get off. And he says, don't, she said, don't listen to that fucking guy. You stay up there and dance. (laughs) (laughs) And, and this was, this was years ago now. That's really, it was great. It was great. And then, and this was years ago now, but they played for like several hours, no opener. It was just a really great live band show. Like it was. Yeah, yeah, dude. He's, I mean, he's, he's, he's a consummate showman. Mm-hmm. That dude's just a pro. Still, mm-hmm. still doing what he's doing at his age. Come on, come on, dude. <laughs> Look at that old guy in his Rolodex. Yeah, <laughs> <dude>. seriously. <laughs> he's been doing that for he's been doing that for decades, man. You know, a couple, a couple funny things that this kind of reminds me of is uh, in weight loss. There's this whole thing about the Counting Crows tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Michael tearing them up, and then right. later on. Um, so th- there's like just a couple little things about concert tickets in these early episodes. And then, um, and, oh, okay. When Michael is, uh, teasing the Bruce Springsteen tickets, I don't know. It seems a little foggy. It seems a little cloudy. <laughs> oh, and Jim says, do you need us for this? And Michael says, do I? It's very, uh, reminiscent of, or maybe it, it, it um, alludes to, uh, later on when Michael quits and he's telling his quitting story. And they're all gathered around, and he says, at least he's in the building. No, I was in the wrong building, so I had to go to the other building. Yeah. And Pam, I think Pam <laughs> says, he finally has a story we all want to hear, and he knows it. Yeah. <laughs> Very similar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but any any other final favorite moments, thoughts, hot takes? No, this is a good episode. It's right at the... fall in love with me, kid. <laughs> 
this uh, this early sort of run in season five with Michael and Holly together really sets the tone for the rest of their relationship. How they have to kind of what they kind of have to go through to get back together in season seven, and mm-hmm. uh, it sets us up for like that that sort of long term payoff that happens uh, a couple seasons later than getting back together. So um, yeah. it's the end of a fun run of episodes. Uh, not run. season four, episode one. <laughs> but season five, episodes one through four or five. Depending on uh, how you how you slice it and dice it, it is it is kind of amazing to look at these first five episodes of season five. It's like everything's okay because Michael's okay. It's like he's dating Holly, and you really realize how much how crucial it is for them to remove Holly until they bring her back in season seven. I'm like, I don't want like Amy Ryan's fantastic. I would love Holly to be around more, but like if Michael and Holly are just dating the show would need to end after five seasons if they just kept going. And you know what I mean? Like it just, it wouldn't, they, they literally like have to bring that back for Michael to be upset and have to go on this need to go like start his own business and everything that happens throughout five and six. Um, But for these, for these four or five episodes at the start of five, it's like this little eye of the storm. It's really nice in there. Uh, And it's, it's a great run of episodes. Mm -hmm. sounds like you're describing the, uh, Sleeping location in the warehouse. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what. Just warm enough. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what these Man. five episodes are. Okay. I, don't, I think we've, like, talked about, like, maybe there's been a question of, like, where if, like, if you were spent the night in the office, where would you sleep or something like that? That's where Have I we would done go. that? Have we done that? I don't know. I want to say, I, I want to say there was some question like that. Or just, like, well, where would we'll, you, we'll what would you be most, most excited to see? And I'd be like... If I could take a nap in that spot, just the way Daryl describes it, mm-hmm. sounds heavenly. Man, let's talk. I got a thing for ordinary things now. Based okay, on all right. Let's uh, let, then let's just go to ordinary things. So yeah. the, he, we'll be right back after this break. Whether it's saving more or spending less, getting organized or losing weight, there's a lot of worthwhile goals to set for yourself this year. And at the top of my list is learning a new language with Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Now, not only is learning a new language a fun and engaging new hobby, but you can use it while you check off traveling more from your list. Me, I'm trying to brush up on my Spanish. I have a bunch of sort of dormant Spanish from high school that I'm trying to wake up and be able to use when I go to countries that speak Spanish. It just makes my trip so much better. And to do that, I use Babbel, which teaches bite-sized language lessons for real-world use. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, plus Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. You got this kind of Florida panhandle thing going, whereas what you really want is more of a Savannah accent, which is more like molasses just sort of spilling out your mouth. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. So start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use the promo code SCOTT. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code SCOTT. Babbel, language for life. 
Hey guys, it's Sean. CBD isn't about what you feel, it's about what you don't feel. Stress, anxiety, pain. I personally love CBD products. Uh, they help me sleep, they help with my anxiety. And feels is a better way to feel better. Feels is a premium CBD that will help keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free, delivered directly to your door. CBD naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. There's no hangover or addiction. Place a few drops of Feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important and everyone's dose is different. So start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash Scott, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash Scott to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash Scott. I feel lacrimose. It's a hard time for hiring, folks. You need a hiring partner built for hard times. That's Indeed. Because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements, or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find the right candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can do it all. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. And with Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you'll get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description. And you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have requirements. So join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash Scott. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash Scott and claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash Scott. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? Oh, you need Indeed. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. That is our building. And we sell paper. Hello and welcome to Ordinary Things, a segment by Ben's... <laughs> segment wherein we talk about items from our lives inspired by moments in the office. Okay, beautiful. Uh, right. So yeah, go ahead, I'm gonna, Alex. I'm going to need a razor blade to cut that break. That <laughs> I can do it again dude. if you want. No, that's, no, that no. We're doing. We're, let's go, Alex. What? 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 Uh, what? Go ahead and say what. <laughs> what your idea is for our ordinary things? Uh, I think I know what it is. You should just not put in a break and let it. Right, and let just it keep run. it going. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I was going to say prompted from our from that moment when uh, sleeping in the warehouse of like how Daryl describes that to Jim and Pam of how perfect that is. I'm I'm curious when what's if you think back, what's the best like lo- location? Give me the context. Best nap you ever had that wasn't wasn't at your house that was somewhere else. What's the most memorable nap 
the best like location? Where was it just like, wow, that was the perfect place to sleep? Where so was I was working on this movie called COG. I think it's still on Netflix and stuff. Oh, COG. COG, yeah. <laughs> um, but it, uh, it, COG it the was... Bounty Hunter. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally, dude. We were going to film that Nick Cage movie, COG. Yeah. Or the so... movie that's out right now with Channing Tatum, COG. <laughs> Go we, ahead, were gonna, Sean. we were going to film on uh, on Savi Island, and um, one of the crew members, one of the dudes I was friends with, lived this on is a Savi small Island. agricultural island just north of uh, Portland, <laughs> Oregon. And uh, w- one of my friends lived on the island. He was working on the movie, and he was like, "Dude, you should just come out. We'll we'll hang out. We'll drink, and you can crash, and we'll wake up, and we'll go to work because like we're you know it starts at like six a.m. or something like that." It's like, okay, whatever. And I went out there, and then we partied in the corn maze, because that's a thing on Savi's Island, with all the all the locals who, like, run the corn maze. They had, like, a keg of beer, and people were driving their pickup trucks this, through this the mud. this family and... that's, like, three yes. really handsome brothers? Yes, yes. Okay. But, but, You're talking then... about the Schrutz in a tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Tr- kind of, in a way. Uh, but then, uh, but then uh, in the morning, I was my so... brother was at this party. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was just so hungover in the morning, and then um, my boss, my boss, just like it was just him and I. I drove a truck, and like we're moving all this furniture all day, and like building a bus stop on the side of the road where there isn't a bus stop, and doing all these weird things. And he's just like laughing at me. I'm so miserable. But then, like, we go back to his house where the shop is, and he's like, he's like, okay, I have some paperwork to do. So what I want you to do is go downstairs, lay down on the couch, and take a nap. It'll probably be an hour or two. And I was just like, oh my god, dude. And it was the best nap I've Uh, ever had. Ah. And I woke up and I still felt terrible, but <laughs> hey. it was it was still the best nap I'd ever had in the that middle of a work day. The feeling of letting go, like finally, and you're just, just like, ugh, it's a beautiful like, thing. You need it so bad, you don't even like realize yeah. that you need it. It was yep. wonderful. Edwin, it's good. That's a really good one. Um, I, I have one. It was uh, a couple years ago before I moved down to California. Uh, I had a work event that I went to. Um, down um, down in Southern California. And it actually happened to be really near um, one of my aunts and uncles. And mm. uh, so the day after the work event, like I stayed an extra day and I just like spent, hung out with them. We, uh, we got a big lunch and then like they invited my other extended family to come over that night for dinner. And in between then, I remember like being so full from the lunch and laying down on their couch and falling asleep. And it was a combination of like being very full and falling asleep they were all talking in um, like my uh, my mom's dialect. It's Ibanag, so like a Filipino dialect. Mm. Like hearing that being spoken, and like a TV is on in the background, and somebody is mm-hmm. cooking something in a pot. Like that just tapped into like my earliest <sighs> childhood memory. Yeah, yeah. And I fell asleep so quickly Ugh. and so hard. It was it was perfect. Yeah, Ooh, nice. Oh. Yeah, excellent. I, I mean, I'll also say I love a good office nap. I love when you turn on the yeah. office and you're like. I've seen, I'm definitely about to fall asleep. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I sure. just let it run anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of, like, between classes naps in college at the EMU that were pretty special. But <laughs> mm. uh, those are a dime a dozen. The, the, one, the one that sticks out for me is in 2015, 
um, and I hiked the Washington portion of the Pacific Crest Trail. And so it was like every day was like you're walking for eight hours a day. Like you're you're just sleeping becomes mechanical. You're just like, I'm done walking. I'm sleeping now. <laughs> like you're just yeah. very much that way. Uh, that year there was a ton of wildfires. And so we had to skip some sections of that trail. Um, I was I was doing this with my then girlfriend at the time. And one of those fires happened around Lake Chelan. And so we ended up just going and staying with her, um, one of her aunts or cousins or there was some distant family member that lived on Lake Chelan and they had a pear and apple orchard right on the lake. Um, and so we went and we stayed for a few days at their house while we waited to take the ferry past uh, to up the lake and, and past the fire at the time. So we could resume the hike. And so we got a precious couple of days off and we've been hiking every day. And so our bodies were just like these, these calorie eating machines. Um, and the night we got there, they made us this huge thing of like pasta and pesto that they made themselves from their garden and like uh, incredible salad, whatever. So, so the, the next day we had all that for lunch again. And so this day was like, I had a huge thing of pasta for lunch and then we had nothing to do that day. And they had this big double-wise chicken pot family, just massive. Yeah. And then they had a huge, like two or three person hammock just out in the middle mm. of their apple orchard. I, I tell you that I don't know, but you know this about me guys. Like I love orchards. They're my favorite place. I love, I have a dream. I just, I want to work on one. I want to live in one. I love orchards. Nice. We had, it was like a 75 degree day. And the dog that this family had is a, was an American Eskimo, big, fluffy white dog. They're my favorite dog. So all of a sudden, I had like my favorite setting, my favorite dog, my favorite food all around me. And I lay down in that hammock, and the dog got in there, big dog, but it's a huge <laughs> hammock. And that thing laid, just snuggled up right next to me. And I, I slept from like 12.30 to 3.30 without yeah. even blinking mm. um, and nodding, not having to hike all day. Um, fellas that was as good as it's ever going to get for me sleep wise hey if you can't nap with the big dogs you better stay on the porch (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i also when you said uh something that you love i thought you were going to say hammocks oh well yes of course yeah you love hammocks i i never sleep on my back except (laughs) i could i can't unless i'm in a hammock like Mm. i can't sleep on my back at home but if i'm in a hammock i'll go right to sleep uh (laughs) Looking up, looking up at trees, and if it's an orchard, <laughs> pasta in my belly, big dog, fluffy white dog at my side. <laughs> that was paradise, boys. Mister, <laughs> that was, you've got yourself a nap. <laughs> that was a day. That was Mister. a day in heaven. <laughs> you got. <laughs> All right, well, uh, fellas, let's let's move on to some. Uh, we'll finish up with some trivia. In this week's trivia, no, I'm just kidding. I'm do it again. <laughs> Let's just do our thing, collect our hardware, and get the hell home. All right, you guys, fairly simple. This week's trivia comes to us from Bob uh, in honor of Black History Month. This is February uh, 2022. Uh, we... Uh, Bob would like you guys to name all the black characters on oh. The Office. Uh, he's come up with about 15, uh, you know, five sort of more main, or sorry, uh, 15 characters. So uh, Bob writes, I love the podcast. I listen to it while I work. I'm a janitor. Hope you guys try out my attempt at trivia. All right. Uh, so let's just get right into it, Thank guys. You, Bob. Fi- mm-hmm. 
Yeah, shout out to Bob. Didn't you say he sent us uh, some ideas and stuff as well? Yeah, he's, he yeah. sent us an email before, but he sent us his trivia a few times, and it's just time to do it. Let's do it. Let's go. So are so, we naming as many, or is there a I, number? I have the we list have in hit. front of me, so this is you guys. And is there a number? <laughs> you said it's about 15. 15. About 15, okay. Stanley. All right. Stanley. Yep. Hank. Daryl. Yep, yep. That's three. Justine. Uh, uh, yes, okay. that's right. Val. Daryl's ex, yes. Val. Val, yeah. Martin, Martin, mm-hmm. Lonnie, uh, Lonnie, yes. Sea monster, monster. Uh, Charles Minor, correct, of course. Glenn, uh, Glenn, uh, Glenn is um warehouse worker. Oh, oh yeah. You know, uh, uh, they Bob wrote Calvin slash Glenn, so maybe yeah, that they like. Character... I know, I yeah, yeah. Oh, switch. Okay. Uh, sorry. So keep go- keep going. Uh, how about Rolando? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ah, I think you got one that Bob didn't catch, so I'm going to add Rolando. Karen Filippelli? Karen Filippelli, yes. Uh, Mr. Brown. Oh, Mr. Larry Brown, Wilmore. the great yeah. Larry Wilmore. Yeah. Oh, wait, Rolando is on this list. Okay. Jer- Jerome Bettis. <laughs> Jerome Bettis shows up. <laughs> Sure does. <laughs> Jerome Bennis. Yeah. Did I get that? Job there? <laughs> I don't. Uh, he's, yeah. Uh, how about uh, uh, Daryl's daughter, uh, Jada. Jada? Yep. Yep. Jada. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cynthia? Good. Cynthia? <laughs> what up, Cynthia? What up, Cynthia? Uh, Stanley's daughter. I can't think of her name. Jada. With, uh, no, that's no, Daryl's daughter. Jada's Daryl's daughter. Oh, sorry, daughter. sorry, sorry. Um, oh, Stanley's daughter. Melissa. daughter is Melissa. Melissa. Melissa, yes. Melissa yeah. Hudson. Correct. Uh, famous, oh, famous. Uh, 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 Christian. Uh, yes. A.K.A. Tim Meadows. Yes, oh. that's right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> famous, famous, famous. <laughs> you cut your wrist. You said. <laughs> <laughs> My blood is red. Uh, uh, like yours, fake so Stanley. Love fake me. Stanley. Oh, fake, fake Stanley. Fake Stanley. Yes. And then, uh, and then, new Stanley in season nine. Uh, oh, yeah, there's fake Stanley. There's new Stanley. Oh, wait. I don't think new Stanley's on here. So He's there okay. you go. Good work. I already gained five pounds just from eating Phyllis's fudge. <laughs> <laughs> um, did we get? We did you say? Did you say Val's boyfriend, Brandon? Oh, Sorry. Brandon. Oh yeah, Brandon. Nice. Okay. Hope you like goat. I'm gonna okay. So you guys have <laughs> one of the one of the great mic drop moments on the office. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say you guys have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. What? Did not you How say there were twelve characters? I guess there's. He said. Uh, All right, this list is more than fifteen. Sorry, okay, guys. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I felt like we must have had 15. I'm, I'm, right? uh, I got a little confused. Okay, okay, okay. Michaela, Michaela Laster from Scott's Tots. Yes. Oh, and the um, other, the guy he talks to, he gives the batteries, or the, the Isaiah? textbooks. Uh, uh, Derek, I think, is his okay. name. That's Derek? what Bob okay. has. The teacher? He, that he pays for the textbooks, right? The teacher's not listed, but okay. yeah, she, <laughs> I thank you. I oh, thank um, you. <laughs> Uh, Daryl's Daryl's sister. Oh, uh, Daryl's sister. Yes, Gwyneth. I don't think. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Um, Doctor J. Yeah, he's in there. Don't we see Doctor J? We're getting all the uh, some some athletes. Yeah, Jerome Bettis, Doctor J. 
Uh, Ryan Howard, big piece. Oh yeah, also in season nine. Yeah, the other Ryan Howard. Eat fresh, That's yeah, right. of course. Uh, so yeah, so Bob did ask if you guys could come up with fifteen. I think you guys have, but so we must have the, some other ones on this list. Yeah, are uh, Paris who works at Staples. Uh, oh, yeah. From community, oh, uh-huh. that Nicole Brown. Oh, I don't like him. Dang, I'm so his mad at beady myself. little eyes. Yeah, his big head. Damn. Throws the cup. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, Michael or Mike, who were also works in the warehouse. Mm-hmm. I thought. Okay. I gave you a ride home last week. We spent mm-hmm. an hour in traffic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah. Um, you know, Julia is listed on here. Who is that? Shoot. Oh, Julia is the one, the woman who comes in, and Andy is like in love with her. Oh, and he makes yes. Stanley trades five. one, two, yeah. three, four of coffees in your Stanley. <laughs> Splendors in your coffee. Yeah, that's right. You're trying to kill me. <laughs> um, are you out of your, like that in here? <laughs> are you out of your damn mind? Are you out of your damn mind? <laughs> and he, he throws it right back at him. We've got the young Chet Montgomery. <laughs> oh. The young, yeah, yeah. From uh, from Fundlebuttle. Yep. Yep. Uh, the stenographer in the deposition. Okay, yeah. And, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, yes. I wouldn't have gotten that the one. Other, and uh, also, the receptionist from corporate, right? Uh, Who smiles at Michael when he says that I look forward to working with you? Do you know I who I'm talking remember. about? I don't know if don't, I do. I don't. Right, but right. um, but finally, call in from athlete is another. I I don't think I would have ever gotten that one. Oh yeah, he's in the he's in the he's part in of the, the team in the in the conference room there. Part of the team in the conference room. Uh, there you have it. Uh, thanks, Bob, uh, for sending in that trivia. If you would like to send us trivia, email us mspodcastcompany at gmail you can also call us and leave us a message. That's 503-694-9314. Not much lumbar support. <laughs> We're on all the social medias, Facebook and Instagram. We have a website, michaelscottpod.com. We have a store, mspcstore.com. And we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash michaelscott. You can join us, become a Scott's Tot. <laughs> What's that one doing? <laughs> oh, you're showing the screenshot of the receptionist. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. oh, nice, nice. Um uh, but yeah, uh, f- join us, uh, support the show, five bucks a month. You get a bonus episode every month. You get a whole backlog of bonus episodes. You get to ask us whatever you want on those mailbag episodes. Um, we have ad-free main feed episodes. We you can And you can watch this live-streamed uh, event in, uh, in Aurora where we're going to do some trivia. There's also um, bonus episodes outside of our mailbags. There's a there's couple a- draft episodes in there. Dude. We have some of our... Uh, very early, first early test, test recordings. recordings that we've put up there, and we have a, we we got another one coming later we've this month. We've been teasing another one. Man, something that really made me laugh in the Patreon. We yeah. talked about releasing. I think it was we were going to release the the test draft early recording lost to the archives about who is the main character. And yes, there was a comment that said clearly the main. You guys got it all wrong. The main character is Kevin, and it's about him looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> 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 uh, so if you want to be part of that fun uh join us on there was dull. <laughs> uh and a special thanks to all of our scots tots uh for supporting the show we love you guys special thanks to ryan lloyd who designs our artwork this episode was recorded over video chat 
Thank you for listening. Thanks for You're carving. still saying that, huh, Sean? You said you were going to stop saying that. I stopped, that. and then Edwin said it one time like I forgot to say it, so I, you know. So you're blaming Edwin now. Mm-hmm. Well, he's kind of my boss in a way when it comes to the <laughs> show. <laughs> so it just seemed like he wanted me to do it, is all I'm saying. <laughs> All right, well, pack your. Here's a box. Here's a box for your things. <laughs> um, okay. Well, um, well, thanks for listening. What's thanks. The same bitch? <laughs> thanks. Thanks for hanging out with us and listening to us talk about uh, our favorite show for another hour. It's hard to believe we're at three years of doing this show it's amazing thereabouts oh my gosh what pretty much it's february 22 we started february 2019 yeah right? it's been about three years holy, holy. moly mm-hmm. oh boy yeah <laughs> we did this show wow we did this show for a year before there was a pandemic how about yeah. that mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm well, but thanks for listening and spending time with us again, again, again. Um, just, uh, just know that we appreciate it and for being along with us on this journey. Thank you for interacting with us, for sending us trivia, for leaving us voicemails. Um, just know uh, we love and appreciate it, and uh, we can't thank you enough. So take care, stay safe. We'll see you next week. Pippity poppy, give me this up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Da-da. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.